episode of Shades Midweek, a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. I'm Jonathan Hafes, coming to you from Four Stream Studio with my good friends, Jean-Marc DeRoe and Bradford Brown. Gentlemen, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I had a phenomenal customer experience at UPS. Can I tell you all about it? That's Do- a sentence I don't understand. <laughs> I walked in. Do tell. I walked in with like 15 boxes. None of them were taped. The shipping labels I just printed out. You sending presents And you know what they family? said? Well, you know, with clothes and stuff, you got to get things and try them on. It doesn't oh, work. Right, you got to send right. it back. So we're doing a lot of that. And I walked in with that kind of chaos. You know what they said? They said, yeah, it's fine. We'll just package that up for you and send it out. Oh, no. So, wait, 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 wait. You're talking about UPS. UPS. Okay, wait, wait. Not USPS. Yeah, I was about to say, I've had plenty of fantastic no. experiences with UPS. I thought you were saying yes. U- no, nothing against the Postal Service. No, 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 no. Besides the fact that I'm horrified every time <laughs> that I walk in. Because I don't know how stamps work. Who knows how stamps work? Did anyone teach y'all how stamps People work? People born before 1985, which does include yeah. me. So, so I do know how so stamps work. I just want to give a shout out to stamps UPS. I just want to evangelize a little bit at the beginning and just say, UPS, thank you for your customer service and your friendliness. You, know, one, you really made my day better. So I'm feeling pretty good. One thing that helps, I think, with USPS is get to know your mail person locally if you can. Because we know we have a really good... We get it. We have a really good... We have a I'm really kidding, I'm good kidding. That's a really good point. Relationship with our mail lady and she's awesome and she looks out she knows us by name, she knows our kids' names, we know her mm. kids' names, like what are her kids' names? I can't remember. <laughs> Ashley knows. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was so mean. <laughs> oh, just just how'd that bus feel backing over you, Jay? <laughs> Yeah, do you know that your mail cool. lady, Brad? Huh? Let's turn the I tables, shall I we? I don't even know her name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, how the turntables have turned turn. her. <laughs> well, I feel like now is a You'll great time. You'll have to time. ask Ashley. She knows everybody's names. Yeah. I am terrible with now names. The I, I assume that. That's now why I asked that. But I feel like this is a great oh, segue into JM's album of the week. <laughs> JM's album of the week. Yeah, so my album of the week this week is a Christmas album because mm. we're in Christmas, we're in Advent. We're, we're in Christmas land. We're in Christmas <laughs> land, we're in Advent land. So last week, my album of the week was Young Ocean's Advent record. Mm. Yes. And yeah. this week, my yeah. album of the week is Young Ocean's Songs of Christmas, and oh. it's awesome. And really check out that album. We do, we've done a couple of his arrangements of these songs on Sunday morning, but... What's interesting about this Christmas album is that he does all these uh, traditional Christmas hymns like Angels We Have Heard on High, Silent Night, O Little Town of Bethlehem, but he changes the melody and some of the lyrics. And so it's like a retelling of these Mm. traditional hymns. So uh, Mm. if you're looking to hear like the traditional melody to Silent Night or Go Tell It on the Mountain, you won't find it. Yeah, I feel like people either (laughs) love it or they hate it. And I, I, I really love it. I've really come to enjoy it. So definitely check that out. It's an album of the week. Well, I know this is JM's album of the week. Oh. However, well, here we go. what, what well. I'm going to say is that if you enjoy Young Oceans, but you you would like more of that traditional uh, melody line, 
you should check out Sleeping at Last's Christmas collection. Mm. Um, because I, I he feels like, as far as a songwriter to me, in a similar vein as Young Oceans, um, but his, his Christmas songs uh, are kind of more the traditional melody and all that. And that, me saying that, is also my way of cheating and getting to name <laughs> one of my favorite Christmas albums uh, b- before we get into what we're actually going to get into today. Yeah. What do you mean cheating, Jonathan? Well... We thought that today, in light of the Advent season and Christmas coming, we would uh, have a fun, special Christmas episode. Earlier in the year, we did a uh, Desert Islands picks, and this could be called, you know, like Desert Island Christmas Edition Christmas picks. Edition. Yeah. So we're going to do... Glacier Island, yeah. maybe. So we're going to do like... North Pole. <laughs> if we're stranded on the North, North Pole, Pole. There you yeah. go. What are our picks? Exactly. So, so we're going to do like top three... Christmas movies, albums, traditions, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, so me mentioning Sleeping at Last was a way of cheating and getting one of my albums out there that didn't make my list, but it, it uh, deserved an I honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what would have been really cool is if we could have invited someone from Shades to be on the podcast so that we could hear their picks as well. Oh, if only there was someone who we knew would have amazing, incredible <laughs> insight. Into- oh, Oh, did was did, that our, s- did our Bluetooth <clears throat> just go? On? Oh my gosh! Is, whose voice <laughs> does I hear? We're getting a Zoom call right now. <laughs> and <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, our internet cut out our right as we were in, right as we were introducing you. So that was perfect timing. <laughs> so who do we hear? Whose voice is this on the line? Yes, hello. This is Annabeth Reese. Annabeth Reese. Annabeth Reese yes. is in the house. Well, not in is, the house. That's right. That's right. Is not. She's in the library, right? Yeah. Where are you coming to us live from? Indeed. Indeed. I'm at work from the Hoover Public Library, where I am employed as a librarian. Ah. We have stolen her away uh-huh. for her uh, lunch break to participate in our uh, North Pole picks, I guess. Yes. Yes, North Pole picks. North Pole picks sounds right. I like it. So, Annabeth, why don't you tell us where we should start? Yes. Top three what? Oh, man. Um, I say we start with top three. Let's do, since you guys did pick of the week, let's go with the albums. Let's just go straight oh, into the music. Right into albums. Yeah, right into the most difficult one. I had the most trouble trying to pick this. I've got a ridiculous amount of albums listed over here. There's so many. So, JM, how do we do this? Does one person share all three, or do we go around the table? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to be honest. I was I really wanted to think about it, and then I I don't know. (laughs) I'm open. I think when we did Desert Island, I think one person just went through all of theirs. That's fine. Yeah, that sounds right. So, who wants to go first? I'm happy to get this party started. All right, Jonathan. All right. Let's get it going. So in no particular order, and this was very difficult, I found all of all categories difficult <laughs> because I had to go through like the difference of, am I talking about my favorite right now, or am I talking mm. about like things that were awesome like growing up? Because Christmas is so nostalgic, right? Just, so just I, what you would take to the North Pole, Jonathan. Okay, that so was I, the only... I, just, I went for a mixture. Right. I went for a mixture. Okay. So... Coming in uh, at uh, number three, y'all can make fun of me all you want, but it okay. defines Christmas <laughs> for me because it played in the house I grew up in 24-7. And that's Kenny G, the classic Christmas album. Yeah, um, I love that album. 
I'm so, not going to make fun that of that. That is good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to make fun at all. It's there. So uh, after Kenny that, G, I think, is a Christian. Is he not? Is he? I'm like 50%, really? I'm like 50 sure about that, but uh, I went ahead and said it. I don't know. The last thing I ever saw him do was he was in a Katy Perry music video, and it made me sad. No, he was he was on Kanye <laughs> West. Right. Wait, 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 though. Is that Katy Perry or Katie Hudson when she <laughs> had the Christmas Christian album? No, Kenny G was on. He's definitely Katy Perry. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kenny G was on Kanye West's last record. That's and right. And he came to one of the Sunday services oh, and played with Kanye. That. It's worth a Google. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Kenny G, and then, mm-hmm. um, so there's a, a an indie band that I like a lot called Branches, and they have a, a Christmas EP called Songs for Christmas, and we actually at Shades play their version of Go Tell It on the Mountain, and we also play their version of... Uh, I heard the bells, which is one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. So if you and haven't, their, and their version of "O Come O Come yeah. Emmanuel." Oh yeah. So if you haven't checked, we just it out. do their album on Sunday, <laughs> pretty much. But I I love that album. And then finally, coming in with a good mixture of nostalgia and present favorite is uh, Reliant K's "Let It Snow." Baby, I knew Let you were going. I knew that was going to be on your list. <laughs> It has to uh, be. It. It's a great one. Honorable mention goes to the Oh Hellos and Bean Crosby. <laughs> All right, those are my three. Those are good. Like Jonathan, I feel like your music taste is like my middle school. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I was just complimented or insulted. Yeah, what, what, what do you think that says, Annabelle? I don't Annabelle? Either, actually. I, I don't know if it's a compliment either or what, but, I mean, Kenny G, you really hit the mark for me, but the other two, I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna have to give those a go. But the Reliant K threw me. I didn't expect it. Oh, have you Wait. never listened to that album? I've never listened to the Christmas album. No. Oh, it it'll get you from track one. Was Reliant K not known in Roman Catholic teenage circles? <laughs> um, the Pope was known. Um, Does he have a Christmas album? Is there a anything? Is- yeah. Is there a Catholic version of Blink-182? For those who to... don't know, Annabeth grew up within the Catholic Church. Brad's just having a blast oh, just I'm backing sorry. buses over everybody. I just, yeah, I went for it. There probably, there probably is some like a uh, niche uh, Catholic uh, angsty bands out there. Yeah, um, we'll have to look it up. I didn't attend enough youth conferences to, to really know for sure, but. You know, anything that involved like the sign of the cross motion was pretty much it at youth conferences. So there you go. I'm hopeful. Annabeth, why don't you yeah. why don't you yeah. go next? Yes. Okay, so I like this may or may not surprise you guys, but David Reese and I are we're jazzy Christmas fans. We like a classy Christmas. We like uh, to sit and pretend that our fireplace is not making our house smell like smoke. <laughs> so, <laughs> which it inevitably does every may, time. May want to get that uh, so we're, we're, yeah, we like the Netflix uh, fire burning. Um, David just sits Netflix. behind a grand piano. He doesn't even play, but he just sits there <laughs> hey, with a suit on. If you, if, <laughs> if you can get YouTube on your TV, there is a, uh, one of those fireplace videos that you can look up on YouTube. And it is, yeah. uh, it's Ron Swanson. Sitting by the fireplace, drinking Lagavulin, and there's a 10 hour loop of it. <laughs> he doesn't oh, say anything, he just okay, sits there and stares at you. Amazing. Okay, the Ron Swanson is what I needed. So that's that's a good segue. Um, so I will, I don't know if I can put these in an order. So I'm just going to go two jazzy, one surprise. Uh, 
So Lauren Daigle's Christmas album. Love. Super good. Love. I think it's yeah, a good. Very jazzy. It's, it's so good. It's a good. It's a good one to like upbeat. There's some serious ones. Good use of the clarinet all around. It's it's also um, my way of pretending like Adele has a Christmas album. Lauren oh, Daigle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we are. Yeah. yeah. Didn't play any. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I just, I just, I just thought about it. No, I like that's a that's yeah, a good yeah. one. Like I said, she there's a lot of good clarinet in the the Lauren Daigle album, and I appreciate mm-hmm, good clarinet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, number two is the Leslie Odom Jr. Simply Christmas album. I did not know and about this Leslie album. Leslie Odom Jr. Yes. Okay, so Simply Christmas came out maybe a, it's not new, but he just came out with a couple of new ones recently but i don't know if it's because i'm eight months pregnant or what but his ave maria just like oh is it good just takes me down oh wow it's great it's great he's got a duet with his wife on there and who's also a broadway star he's the guy who played aaron burr and hamilton for all of that took me a second i just i just got both those albums haven't been living your life oh yeah I'm yeah. tearing up a little it's bit. It's better than that Josh Groban guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh. <sighs> We're gonna get angry emails about that. Josh Groban. What do you? What do you, what do you go ahead and send the angry emails. This is a hill I'm willing to die on. Josh Groban is terrible. I hope Annabeth's next album is Josh Groban. <laughs> what? <laughs> terrible. Hey. I apologize oh for my. God. We're not afraid to talk about <laughs> tough issues here on the podcast. Let that be known. Oh, I am so disappointed. I'm sorry. I'm so disappointed. It's okay. It's okay. I still love you, but yeah, no. Josh Groban was like, it was hard not to put him in the top three. He's just wow. like, he just reminds me of Christmas. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, no, just no. tell me a duet Over. with Josh Groban isn't great. Over. Maybe. <laughs> Or, pro- or properly rated? I don't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Touche. All right, well. He's magic. Okay, okay number, number one. Three. Or number three, yeah. All right, y'all, uh, yeah, this might be number one in terms of, like, how often I listen to it. Wow. And that is Justin Bieber, you guys. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ashley loves that album. I've never listened to the Christmas album. Okay. Are you, what? Wait, except for the youth Red Christmas, Brown. except I, for I, I the youth Christmas to it party when you play. Oh, it. you guys haven't listened to it? Okay. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It feels so, pretty good. See, see, it's, it's so good. my Justin Bieber Christmas it's, album would be Hanson Snowed In. <laughs> I still listen to that. <laughs> I, I, I see what you did there. No. You, you just admitted that. I did, and I am I am not ashamed. I am a Hanson fan, and I'm I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, we're making all sorts That's of right. proclamations. I know a lot of strong statements here, a lot of passion. The Je- Justin Bieber's album, though, it's like I'm, you got to listen to it because it's kind yeah. of a conundrum uh-huh. because it's the only version of Little Drummer Boy that I tolerate. Okay, because it's got Busta Rhymes in it, and. He he makes like he was like I don't know how old he was when he made this album, but he he like makes Christmas like like awkwardly sensual in ways that are like just weird. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're, you're, you're talking. Like, I, I think you have to. 
You're talking about the 2011 Under the Mistletoe album. Yeah, I guess so. But okay. there's a song, and I don't was he, know which was one he it nine, is. Was he nine years old when that when he put that? Album? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How old is he? It's weird. Well, the only reason there's I asked that is because all... he just dropped a uh, a Christmas EP called Home for Christmas this year. No, oh, is... it's not that one. Okay. No, no, no. Did... It's the mistletoe one. But there's like a really weird. I think it's called the song is called Christmas Eve, and like. Somebody, you need to look up the lyrics to that song because, like, I distinctly, re- I distinctly remember there's like a lyric in it that's like, you know, he's like, it's like a slow jam, and he's like, I'm gonna put some cookies out, I'm gonna eat them all, like that's like the <laughs> lyric in his Christmas song. So I don't know, take it for what you will, but it is just, it's it's funny to laugh at. Yeah, know. no, I just downloaded it. Number one. I'm going to listen to it. Making I'm going to listen things. to it tonight. Were there oh. any, besides Josh Groban, oh, are there any notables for you that almost made the list? You got to list them in rapid fire. Oh, man. Okay. No, I don't know about albums, but songs. I It's very controversial. I love Baby It's Cold Outside, even though it's got like weird innuendos. I love it. I love a good duet. All right. I hate the song Christmas Shoes. I think it's too depressing. Uh, yeah, that song is the worst. Uh, don't don't the tell worst. my mom that. We are about to get so many I, emails. I can't wait. So many, uh, you so know, many it'd hot. be nice to get an email every once in a while, so maybe so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. many hot takes. I, but I appreciate I just, it. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Oh Holy Night is the best Christmas song, and I think that the, the quote, Thrill of Hope, gets way overused in Hobby Lobby. And... <laughs> I now, just, do you have I a version? Like do you have a version of a holy night? I've got a version. Um, There's a lot of different ones. I mean, pretty much everyone's done one. John does Mark. Justin Bieber? Does Josh he? Groban. <laughs> John oh Mark loves Martina McBride. Goodness, the Josh Groban version of a holy night. <laughs> no, that's great. Well, uh, it's my, emotional. Have you no, heard? That. Have you heard uh, the Gaither vocal band version of Oh Holy Night featuring David Phelps? No. I- Yes. No, I have not. Go, you, down, you need to YouTube go, it. go YouTube that. It's very powerful. Okay. Yeah. I'm not afraid to I'll say it. it. We're, we're just throwing all throwing it out the window today. Just anything goes. Yeah. Anything we're thinking. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Annabeth, awesome. great, yeah. great pick. That was awesome. Way better than Jonathan's for yeah. sure. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Now, I'm not going to follow I knew, John. I knew the bus was coming my way eventually. <laughs> I'm not going to follow John Mark because he's going to give a music history for every answer. <laughs> it's going to be very profound and in-depth. So I'm going to go ahead and go next. And there is some crossover, yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> so you see that I was joking. Guess what my first one is? Reliant Kenny K. G. Oh! Christmas. <laughs> Unironically. I mean, I listen to that, and it just feels like Christmas. It does. At dinner, when I have to put on some music in the background right now, I'm putting on Kenny G Christmas. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not going to lie. If I put on Kenny G Christmas, I start smelling Christmas trees. It's true. There's science behind that, I'm sure. Um, So that's definitely there. (laughs) And then uh, Vince... Vince Garaldi Trio, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Okay. And that's another one that, that. that just makes Christmas come into the room. Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So lovely. Play it, Vince. And, yeah. And Vince Garaldi. Oh, so good. I think John John Ball told me this. Uh, Vince Garaldi, in preparation to this album, 
did an album where he basically walks through, I believe it's an Episcopalian service, and he puts it to music. And you can see how yeah. he's working out some of these jazz licks through like the confession and the pardon and the assurance. It's really cool. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that. It's album. worth, it's there, worth it's checking out. a live out. album, right? Yeah, there's a live yeah. version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely really cool. Um, I press pause. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Okay. Um, so yeah, definitely that. Check it out if you haven't. I don't know if you're living under a rock or what, but you should definitely listen to that album. And then, let's see. Oh, coming in at number one. Okay. And this is my number one. Okay. And that is... I'm so scared. The Preacher's Wife soundtrack. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Uh, yes, yes, not, yes. Not the original, the remake with Whitney yeah. Houston and Denzel. Denzel Washington on a screen together. Well, let's it's, not get yeah. to the movie yeah. part. It's right. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. Lionel, but Richie, I, Lionel Richie did some stuff on that record. I listened to that. Really? Did he really? Well, well he's, he's in, in the, the movie. He's in the movie, and well, I think he, the movie I think now. he helped either co-write or like produce some of the stuff. But yeah, um, that that album's amazing. Yeah, the album is absolutely amazing. Amazing. It is the well, so probably good. probably the yeah. best yeah. version of Joy to the World. Um, some honorable mentions for me are. I, I think Whitney Houston's the greatest diva of all time. Yeah, gosh, we're just dropping that's, one. That's my one bomb after I, that's the my next. opinion, but I'll stand by. But I appreciate the intensity. I this do. might be the most passionate thing we've, think she's we've the ever done diva <laughs> of all time. Um, honorable mention: Reliant K, Jonathan, um, Ray Charles. Okay. Uh, is it Spirit of Christmas? Is that the title? Okay, yeah. I want to get this on vinyl. I have it, but if I go, it's like three hundred dollars <laughs> on eBay. Yeah. That's too much, but I want to get it. Um, too much. All right. Uh, this one is just my family listens to this album all the time. For him, Christmas. Oh um, the, and, the and worst pick goes to <laughs> For Him's Christmas album. Oh. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Share the reason for the season of love. Wow. Just on repeat at the Brown House. Those beautiful harmonies. Wow. Yep. I, I'd like that. sync, um, Home for Christmas. Annabeth, I'm okay, a little okay. disappointed they didn't get an honorable mention. sync is like the Justin Bieber yeah, of, of the 90s. Yeah, or yeah. Was, that, yeah. was that the yeah. late 90s when that came out, that sync record? Yes. It had that really famous one, Happy Holiday. Yes. Yes. I always used to sing that at the youth Christmas parties, and uh, the kids were not into it at all. Um, (laughs) They just stared at you. But I I was really into it. It was like the one time a year that somebody would give me a microphone and that song would play. But I I mean, it's spiritual, you guys. God sends down his love. Hello, NSYNC. That's right. I believe it. I mean, I know there's no happy holidays in there, but like... (laughs) That meant something to me. It counts. It counts. Thank, thank you for pointing that out, Annabeth. Very bold. Joey yeah. Bertone could have been a big believer, you know? We don't know. Um, I've got also see his Christmas album, and then oh, yeah, Future Forestry has two albums. I think it's like Advent and Christmas, Volume 1, Volume 2. And then if you haven't... My word. My these word. are notable mentions. And then if you haven't seen... <laughs> This mentions. is a little different. These are mentions. These are not mentions. If you haven't seen Patty LaBelle's 
live performance of this Christmas, you need. Oh, this is really okay. going to derail. You need, you need to look. Are you it about up. to play it? Well, I was going to, but I feel like I'm taking too long. Well, let's wait till after we finish the, the picks. And yeah. Patty Labelle's this that. Christmas. <laughs> Look it up, everybody. We'll, we'll okay. get to that. Okay, I'm done. Thank you, Brad. Okay, I want my turn to mention 30 <laughs> albums I've got written well, down right here. You shouldn't have gone first, Jonathan. All right. My favorite Christmas albums have all been mentioned now that Brad oh named every that's Christmas what, that's album. Why, that's why I didn't list all in the name. world. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just honorable mentions though. If it makes it in the top three, if you're taking it to the North yeah, Pole, that's no, different. that's true. All right. My top three, I went very classic and um yeah. it, it's you would think that I'm like seventy years old. So uh, Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby, oh, Mary, yeah. his, his album simply titled "Merry Christmas," which is a very original name title for. Uh, now for a that's Christmas not record. all the music from White Christmas, is it? It's, it's got it's, it's no, no 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 it's his own thing. Okay. So he put White White Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. is on that record, but okay. it's like uh, some old hymns and then some like Christmas. Do you have songs. that on vinyl? I do have it that's on vinyl. Lovely. Yeah. lovely, yeah. That's a good um, one. There's yeah, and there's a different conversation to be had there about the movie White Christmas. We can get to that at some point. Oh but, wow wow. Yeah. The number two is uh, Ray Charles' The Spirit of Christmas. That's my mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. Uh, favorite Christmas record. And and what Brad was talking about earlier is that this is a very rare record to find. Um, so a couple of notes about it. You can't find it on Spotify or Apple Music. It's not available for streaming. There's some sort of licensing issue that hasn't been resolved somewhere, and so it is not up for stream. And I don't even think you can buy it on iTunes. You can't even buy wow. buy an MP3. When I went to Amazon today, I was like, I wonder what's on Amazon. You can only buy used CDs of it, and the cheapest used CD is like $50. Whoa, what? What is happening? I was at a record store. I don't even remember where it was, but this was two or three years ago, and I was combing through the Christmas used albums, and it was sitting in there. That's unbelievable. For like fifteen, what? for like fifteen dollars, the the vinyl, and I immediately got it. That is, I had unreal. to because I would never see it again. I would literally, unless mm-hmm. I wanted to pay like like what you were talking yeah. about, a hundred bucks yeah. or more. And Annabeth needs to hear. Isn't it, isn't it Ray Charles' version of Little Drummer Boy? Yeah, I was oh, going to say, yeah. that is my favorite version of Little Drummer Boy. Behind Josh Rose. I've never yeah. heard it, so I've never heard it. They played it. The- the Busta Rhymes Justin Bieber version. Probably. <laughs> oh, Busta Rhymes? Oh, wow. Um, okay, and then my first, my favorite record is the Vince Guaraldi Trio, Charlie Brown Christmas. Ah, it yeah. is, mm-hmm. it's mostly instrumental. I think there's only uh, singing on one, one or two songs. We put that album on almost every night at our house during Christmas. It's just great background music. We can sit and read. Yeah. We get the fire yeah. going. Yes. And we just read, and it's just, it's amazing. Yes. I love that record so much. It feels like Christmas. Yeah, you just put it. I'll just put it back on. Just put it back. Yeah, on. Just, I just leave it on. Maybe for the entirety time. of the podcast. You just bring it down a little bit. Couple of honorable mentions that haven't been mentioned. Surprisingly, can, can you show Brad how to do honorable mentions? How many do you have? Because I have I, some, and I'm going to show you how to do them. <laughs> uh, Nat King, <laughs> Nat King Cole's Nat King That's Cole's Christmas record. Yeah. Uh, and mainly because mainly because Chestnuts Roasting, the Christmas song, may be. The greatest Christmas song of all time. Pretty His wow. version. Wow, I'm I'm pretty yeah. that. If you want to hear a song that feels like Christmas, that is the song. When you put that on, you're like, oh my goodness. 
Um, and then is that the name of the song? It's Christmas the song. Christmas Jeff? song. Oh, okay. The, the Christmas album song too. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, and I own that on vinyl as well. Oh, that's str- the string arrangement wow. yeah. is just beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nat. Yuletide carols. Yeah. And I agree with you, Brad. Uh, pr- the Preacher's Wife soundtrack is incredible. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. My other honorable mention is um, you guys may—I know you guys have heard songs off of this record, but you may not know what record this comes off of. There was a producer back in the '60s named Phil Spector, and Phil Spector um, has a record. I think it's called. Um, was it a Christmas gift for you? I think okay. is what it's called. Okay. But what he did was he took four different artists, Darlene Love. Uh, there were a few groups that he took, and they all recorded different versions of Christmas songs, and they play this stuff on the radio all the time. You just wouldn't know that it is Phil Spector's album. So it's like uh, the original. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this is like the OG? This is OG. Slay Ray? Slay, Slay Ray? Well, it's... Slay Ray? it's it's like his versions of it are very well known and popular. Oh yeah, we've all heard this, but oh, we didn't yeah. know it was uh, Phil Spector. Oh. Phil Spector, uh, producer, is known for doing lots of great. He did a lot of great yeah. records. He produced a lot of great records. So there's a lot wow. of classic Christmas songs on that album. Yep. So, in fact, the the version of a uh, Christmas baby, please come home uh-huh. that you two covered later. Uh-huh. That version's on there. I think it's by Darlene Love. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So. All uh, one album. Yeah. I highly recommend yeah. that album. And then my last thing that I'm going to say, and then Jonathan can take over with his, with more honorable mentions now that Brad mentioned 20. Uh, how many have you mentioned? <laughs> I don't know, four. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time is Last Christmas by Wham. Last oh, Christmas by yeah. Wham. You know, I agree. You know funny? Okay, yes. I feel like that's a love-hate kind of thing. Like, don't don't you feel like some people Show hate. me a person that hates it, and I'll show you the door. <laughs> <laughs> the, I can't think of a name. I was talking to someone with that's... Christmas movie. Wait, say that again, There's Annabeth? There's a Christmas movie called Last Christmas. Oh, yeah. There's a, a Christmas movie called Last Christmas that I did not watch intentionally because I love that song so much. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those cheesy... Was that a Hallmark? No, I don't watch Hallmark movies. It was like <laughs> with the woman who played... Uh, oh, Christmas Vacation. Um, Daenerys in Game of Thrones. What's okay. Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brad, the, Came the out Hallmark channel ago. was just on repeat in your house growing up, wasn't it? Oh, it was. For him and the Hallmark it, channel. It still is. Yeah, for him and Hallmark. It's a miracle I'm a Christian. All right, real quick, Jonathan. <laughs> Let me show y'all how to do honorable mentions. All right, do it very right, quickly. Here we go. So here are my honorable yeah. mentions. The Oh Hello's Family Christmas album. Wait, John Martin's villain, Smile in the Mystery. Maeve, The Soul Felt Its Worth. Michael Buble, Christmas. The Staple Sisters, Agreed. The 25th Day of December. Johnny Cash, The Classic uh, Christmas he's just Album. just name all of them now, too. That's it. That's it. That's it. Those are my honorable mentions. I feel like I don't like Michael Bublé. They're all fantastic. Not as an artist, like as a person. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I'm not a huge Michael Bublé fan, but I do like his Christmas album. Can I just say a note about Michael Bublé is that, you know, he did those Christmas specials a few years on television. I think Uh they were like on NBC or whatever. Yeah. 
I actually, I actually think that he's perfect in that role. Like, I think he does a really good job. I think so, too. I never saw one of those. Mariah Carey has a Christmas special on Apple TV this year. Has anyone watched it? I haven't watched it. I have not, but I kind of want to see it. She does a song with Ariana Grande that's really good. I think Mm. they do All I I Want for Christmas is You. I think they do a duet together. It's like There you go. Oh, wow. Anyways. I think Ariana Grande is the only other person that could do that song with Mariah Carey. Yes, 100%. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we got to launch straight out into movies. Yep. Favorite Christmas movies. Right into it. Are we going in the same order or we want to switch it up? I don't care. Do you want me to go first? I'll go first this time. Maybe. Go first. All right, get ready. All the movies are about to be mentioned. John Park's going to have a lot of awkward silences to cut out. I do have some uh, honorable mentions just for one everybody. You can only give your three and maybe honorable mentions. Number three, The Holiday. Oh, wow. That was my number two. The Holiday. Uh. Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Jack Black. Um, yeah. Jude Law. Jude Law. Thank you. I had to mention Jude Kate Law. Winslet. Kate Winslet. And the soundtrack yeah. is it? Isn't it Hans Zimmer that did the soundtrack? Probably. I think so. It's a phenomenal think- soundtrack. I'm going to say it's him. I'll um, look it up while you're. Yeah. But man, I love that movie. Brad. I watch it. Christmas albums again. I watch it. I watch it once or twice at a, a Christmas at least. I've already seen it once this year. I'm probably going to see it Great. again. Two. Yeah. And I don't know if we want to have this conversation now because it was alluded to earlier, but. I got to put White Christmas in oh, wow. in my top three because it's a it's a family childhood thing. Like that was the movie that we watched together. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and, and, and tear it apart. Joe well, Mark. confession, I've never seen it. Oh, Jonathan, I've never how seen can it I even <sighs> say what? Well, Annabeth, what do you think about it? I've only seen it once. I did like the snow song, and I like being crossy. I don't know. I I didn't find it appalling. At all, but I've only seen it once. Okay, I like it. You like it? Oh, yeah, I thought I, you were gonna. I thought you were about to tear it apart. No, I From think like I think it's kind of I think it's controversial because uh, some people want to make an argument that it's really not like that. The only thing that makes it Christmas is the song "White Christmas," <laughs> and I think that. But I don't. I don't. But Perhaps. you know, you can maybe make an argument for that. But I like the movie. I think a lot of people, if they're in that Christmas classic movie. They're yeah, gonna go yeah, for yeah. "It's a Wonderful Life" maybe over the ho- uh, not the holiday, no. but the uh, White Christmas. But anyways, Annabeth said no, pretty strongly. Okay, and then coming in number one, no surprise, "The Preacher's Wife" with Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. Number one, beautiful. Yeah, I love um, that movie. That movie. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Yeah, love the movie. Horrible theology. Amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Amazing music. Yeah. And you mean God yeah. doesn't send angels down? In the form of Denzel Washington. Well, as much as we want him to. To, to fall in love with a married woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whose husband is the pastor of a of the Baptist church there. Yeah, I feel like you could switch some roles around and it would be a very, like, a very trippy movie, you know? Yes, totally, totally. But it's my, it's my number one, the soundtrack, the acting. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Denzel Washington movie. is an angel, so really he was just playing himself. Yeah, so. yeah. So those are the three. Do you want me to throw out very quickly two movies I don't yeah. like? Sure. No. Yeah, two oh, movies you don't you like. Don't yeah, like. go for it. I'm not going to say I don't like them. Okay. Well, now I'm he's backtracking. <laughs> what okay. is you ready? this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is about to make some people mad. A Christmas Story, an <gasps> elf. 
Not a big fan. Oh man. You, okay, I don't. We are hey, really. I don't. Can I? Can I? Do don't my, dis, I don't dislike it, but I don't man, like it. That's kind of where I'm at with both really of those movies. Can else. Can I do my uh, my picks next? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So uh, coming in at number three, Elf. <laughs> Watched it last night with the kids. Absolutely love that movie. <laughs> Please tell me the next one is a Christmas story. So, so yeah, they're actually uh, Netflix just put out this um this little documentary miniseries called the the holiday movies that made us and Elf is one of them. And even if you hate the movie, Brad, you should watch I don't that. Hate, I didn't say I hate. You should it. watch that episode because I did not use that it's, language. it's fascinating how that movie got made. Um. But that movie, whether you know it or not, is basically the plot of the claymation Rudolph. Um, just Rudolph's replaced with an elf. Um, Interesting. Which I loved that yeah, honorable mention from growing up. Um, my uh, number two, A Christmas Story. Yes. You'll shoot your nice. eye out, kid. <laughs> yeah. I no, it's a classic. Love that film. It's a classic. Absolutely. Everyone loves it. Yeah. So the lamp and all that. I Not just, a finger. I just felt like I needed it for Geely. Oh, Annabeth does not love it. She says. Oh wow, Annabeth, really? Listen, it doesn't matter no, to me. No, it's I, on my hate list. Oh wow. It doesn't wow. matter to me. Y'all can hate on my movies all I you want a, to. I took a step in faith and the Lord gave me a companion. Number Just one, <laughs> insanely formative for me as a kid and has been inform- has been formative for my children. It is still probably their number one go-to, Home Alone. Ah. Uh, so absolutely love yeah. Home Alone. Another great soundtrack, so, right? Those yeah. are my three. Can I, John Williams? Can I add real quick that we the kids have watched, my kids have watched Home Alone and Home Alone 2 so many times. Which are the already. same movie. And now they put when Moses and Zion are playing together, Zion falls down on the ground and he starts going, Harry. <laughs> every every year, every year we my wife and I we get a little cautious after the home alone viewing because my children attempt to set traps exactly. throughout the house. Oh. So, <clears throat> Guys, okay. can I tell you a horrible yeah. purchase? Hide that I kerosene. I bought all how many are there? 7. I bought all like 5 or 7 of them on iTunes in a bundle. And it was a horrible decision. Well, a lot of those are <laughs> I just, not good. I just took money and threw it down the toilet. That's what just happened. That was not I haven't a good even watched them. Yeah, it's just one and two. Three, I actually don't hate three. Three is okay. I it's saw terrible, that in the theater when I was yeah. a kid. Anyways, Annabeth, what are your picks? Okay. <clears throat> so, there's some overlap here. But I think for my number three, one of the most underrated Christmas movies is Miracle on 34th Street, the 1994 version, the John Hughes version. Yeah. Okay. Well, you think it's underrated? I love John Hughes. I think it never gets much hype. Like, I don't really see I don't see it. I mean, granted, I don't have cable. Was that with Mara Wilson? I don't see it. As the little girl? I can't remember. It's got the, oh, yeah, the, yes, the little girl from Matilda. Yes, Mara Wilson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, she's in it. I love it. John Hughes is great, but my favorite part of it is uh, the guy who plays Chris Kringle is the same actor who played John Hammond in Jurassic Park, which is one of my top three favorite movies of all time. 
And I think that he makes a great Kris Kringle. Oh, I yeah. would tell him what I wanted for Christmas. Like, Man. I think oh, it yeah, would be it great. Is, he yeah. is that guy. You should email him. We should have done a top three Santas. Yeah, you're talking about Richard yeah. Attenborough. Yeah. You're talking about Richard Attenborough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think he's great. And, like, they make this. I just remember the, like, court scene at the end when they, like, they have to make everybody, like, he's about to rule that Santa isn't real, but then the little girl comes up with like the dollar bill or whatever. You guys remember that? Oh yeah. And she's like, if the United States can put in God, we trust on a piece on a piece of currency, then you can tell people that Santa Claus is real, you know, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That resonated so, with you. It, it really did. It really did. But yeah. So number that's number three. Um, number two is also the holiday. I love yes. it. I don't know why. I think it has Mr. Napkinhead. I think it has miraculously turned Jack Black into this romantic figure. Yeah. And That's I love annoying. it. And it also brought the word gumption into my life. And I love it. So I love the holiday. I support um, that. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then my number one is, I'm sorry, Brad, but it's Elf. It's Elf. You don't have to apologize. It is Number quotable. One. It, has, it has a good appreciation for narwhals. I think it's Will Ferrell at his best. You know, I don't know. I just love it. I love it. Brad is appalled that yeah. you said was, it was Will I was Ferrell okay until you said best. Will Ferrell at his best. <laughs> well, it's it, Will Ferrell at his that best. Are, that, like, hurt me on a I deep level. No, it <laughs> is. Will Ferrell is so good in that movie. Brad, you're alone I mean, on, on this. No, I am. I recently learned that all the footage of him, like out on the street in New York, interacting with people, like when he goes up to the guy in the red jogging suit with the white beard, and he's like Santa, Santa. All of that yes. is just like ad lib. Those aren't extras. He's <laughs> legit on the street. <laughs> just, I love it. Just filming him interacting I love that. with That's people. That's insane. I wonder how long that took because he's so well known. Anyway, I mean, I don't know. There's lots of people dressed up in costumes, but I love the fact that I think I don't know how tall Will Ferrell is, but I just love that he is like an enormous, an enormous man having to wear like yellow tights. That's good. And I just think it'd be hilarious. But okay, my honorable mention though, and I made a group of women watch this movie when they all wanted to watch the holiday. I was like, no, 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 we need to watch. And these were shades women too, so they might remember this time. But I made them all watch Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon Vince and Vince Vaughn. And you could tell it was like a mixed ba- mixed reaction. Some people were like, oh, yeah, that was good. And some people were like, why didn't we watch Jubal? And so. I don't think I've ever I seen know, that. Kind of like, what? Oh, my um, gosh. Apparently I need to. It's got it's got Robert Duvall yeah. in it. And it's great. I mean, John Favreau is in it. Um uh, Dwight Yoakam is in it as a, like a pastor of like this mega church, and there's a scene where Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon get kind of like tricked into being Joseph and Mary in this nativity um, thing. Anyway, Vince Vaughn gets very dramatic. It's excellent. Just watch it. All right, I want to check it out. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I'm not a huge fan of Four Christmases myself, but I know a lot of people that really enjoy it a lot. Mm. So. It was just a little different when I saw it, and I, it just it tickled me. So, all right, thank you for that. Yeah, that was awesome. Very good. <laughs> all right, very good. Yeah. My my picks. There's going to be some overlap here. Um, my number three is a Christmas story. 
Brad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Let's just great. keep running this bus over that's Brad. A great, it's a great pick. I tell you what's great is we went and saw it at the Alabama Theater, you know, back when people went to movies together. Yeah. And it was so fun because everybody knew everybody in the room knew exactly what was about to happen and everyone just died laughing anyways and people were quoting it it was amazing uh, great experience okay number two the preacher's wife because mm, number two yeah number two okay. um i love 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 that movie so much we watched it the other night um we could talk about that we could have its own podcast it'd be amazing wow yeah okay and number one this is my all-time favorite and one that hasn't been mentioned yet, and I'm really disappointed that it hasn't been mentioned yet. He's disappointed in all of us. <laughs> I do so have some mentions. So some, I'm disappointed in everyone. honorable mentions I didn't get to say. Christmas Vacation. How? <laughs> that was on my honorable mention. How has no one mentioned this? This is like one of the funniest movies. There's so many quotable lines in it. The characters are amazing. It's Chevy Chase at the height of his career. Um, it's a little edgy. It's is, a little it's edgy a little for, a Christian, for a Christian podcast, John Mark. Well, here's the thing: when I was a kid, when I was a kid, we had a VHS taped version of it from a local network, from from like a Fox network. You remember so, edited for TV version? So it was edited for television. What do you so mean VHS. I didn't realize the kind of language that it had in it until I got much older. Oh, but I still watch it every year. <laughs> I apologize if that offends anyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is not I the view of Shade Valley Community Church. But I, I love that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It's and a, I don't think Jonathan I mean, has classic. seen it. Have you? Listen, I've been writing down a list of <laughs> movies that are on y'all's top three list that I haven't seen. And I just didn't want to own up to it until after this was over. But I have a list of four, four films wow. out of out of wow. y'all's movies that I have not seen. Okay. Do you have any? Do you have any honorable mentions? Couple of honor- honorable mentions. The newest Grinch movie, the animated movie, ah, is with with Cumberbatch, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Keenan Thompson, um, uh, the the girl, the girl from the oh, she was in the office it's, in it's Parks fun. and Rec. What's that girl's name that was in the office and in Parks and Rec? She was in both. Uh oh, um, Jim's Jim's, yeah, girlfriend, Jim's girlfriend Karen. Her name's Karen. Karen oh, I can't even remember her real name. She's in the yes. gr- the new Grinch movie, which actually has it was on yeah. it was on Netflix, and they just took it off Netflix. Like literally the other day, they just took it off. Ann Perkins, Kristen Philip, uh, Karen yeah, Filippelli. Like name? I can remember her characters' names what in is both. Name? Uh, people Rashida are, Jones. Rashida yes, Jones. Yes. Rashida Jones. Well done. So the Grinch animated movie, um, Die Hard, great. Oh yeah, great Christmas yes. movie. Yep. Thought about yep. it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree. Um, any others? I mean, Elf is one of my yeah. favorites of I, all time. All of my honorable mm-hmm. mentions are cartoons from when I was a kid because yeah. we had Charlie Brown Christmas. We had this VHS tape. Brad will explain this to you later. Um, mm-hmm. This VHS tape of cartoons that had been taped off off of television. Um. And so uh, some of my favorites were uh, the original Grinch cartoon, um, the Dr. Seuss version, mm-hmm. uh, like, like well, based on the book, straight out of the book. Um, and yeah. the, the Claymation Rudolph, uh, Frosty the Snowman. Oh, no. And then I loved <laughs> the bear who slept through Christmas. I don't know if any of y'all have ever seen that. I've seen it. That's, You've I stumped to, me. To the bear who slept through Christmas. I loved it as a kid. Okay, I have two movies in honorable mentions that I'm curious. Me. Claymation scares oh. you? <laughs> Oh, nobody mentioned a nightmare it. before Christmas. Oh yeah, 
Uh, you know, I've actually never seen that whole movie, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's trippy. Yeah. The two movies that I had were Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Yes. Yes. Anyone? Yes. I love that oh, one. That's not bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an under then, that's an underrated Christmas movie. I isn't that basically say. like a updated "It's a Wonderful Life" kind of deal going on? It's similar. Yes. It's similar. Yeah, well, nobody yeah, mentioned "It's a Wonderful Life." I mean, yeah. I I, I like it. Did. It's you, on my it's yeah, on my I, honorable mentions. Yeah, and Do you then, know you don't like it because it's too sad. Oh, uh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It is Jimmy Jimmy Stewart it, though. Jimmy Stewart is so good. Oh yeah, I do. Um, and then There's the other Hitchcock movie instead. That's true. He is in a ton of great Hitchcock movies. Vertigo. Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't like you. think it's in black and white. <laughs> well. That's a, shame. That's a shame. Give it a chance. Nope. Right when it starts. And then the other one was uh, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I don't know oh, if anyone's yeah. a fan. Yeah, love that one. We watch it every I year. always watch Home Improvement growing up, so that it was just kind of natural. I love it. What a great story. It's like Santa Claus falls off the roof. Random guy finds Santa Claus, yeah. takes a card out of his pocket, and now he's Santa Claus. It's, it's unbelievable. We actually watched that the other yeah. uh, a few nights ago with the kids, and the scene oh. where Santa falls off the roof. I just leaned over to Holly and I was like, you know, I've never thought about it till now, but it's actually really morbid. What's happening? <laughs> because after he gets the card, he walks yeah. away from a moment, and there's a shot of Santa lying in the snow, and he waves goodbye <laughs> as his body disappears. Yeah. Hi, Santa. Santa Claus passes away. Great family movie. All all amidst the backdrop of a divorce and a child (laughs) that's having to go through that. But (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas! (laughs) On the Disney Channel. Oh, my gosh. I had forgotten all those details from that movie. Mm -mm. All right. Well, are we on to our final category? Final category. (laughs) On that light, cheery note for the day. And that is... Traditions. Christmas traditions. Christmas mm-hmm. traditions. Yeah. JM, why don't you start us off this time? Yeah. So what are we supposed to do here with this? Like your favorite, <laughs> favorite family Christmas tra- traditions. Should somebody else go first no, so go, that maybe I'll you go. can make them up? I'll after. go. All mine are basic, man. Um, I, basic's okay. Okay. Yeah. It's Here's the deal. One of my favorite things to do is to get the Christmas tree and decorate it. Yeah. I love decorating the tree. I don't like so much putting the lights on the tree. But I do like putting all the ornaments on. Real tree, real tree family. Real tree family. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that's really slow, so I'm like looking at every ornament, going, "Oh, look, Ashley, look at this." And she's like, "You just put it on the tree, please." <laughs> Why are we? Do we have to? Do we have to talk about every ornament, where we got it from, what it means to us. Yes, yes, yeah. we do. We do. Um, Meaningful. Yeah. One of my other favorite traditions was. Is something that they discontinued this year because of coronavirus, and that was the Zoo Light Safari at the Birmingham Zoo. Oh, taking yeah. taking my family to that. Uh, I've never been. It, yeah, well, you may you never see, have a chance. Do you now. see any animals? <laughs> uh, no, it's it's like they have lights. It's at night, and so all the animals are asleep. They do like they do some other things, but they're they're. Are asleep, you sure Brad. all the animals are asleep, Brad? They're, they're not animatronic, Brad. They're asleep. <laughs> I don't know if you saw like a tiger in a sand outfit or something. You know, something fun like that. They're all it's, turned off. It's like they're, they're all turned off. You have like they're hot chocolate. They're very small cages. Fake snow. Everything has Christmas lights. You go on a train ride. It's a lot of fun for the kids. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, And then uh, two things real quick. 
another thing that actually literally just discontinued yesterday. They tried to bring it back, and because of coronavirus, they had to stop it. But the Alabama Theater Christmas movie series yes. that they do every year, they actually tried to do dead. it. They tried to do it with a limit, limited capacity, and they actually just had to cancel the rest of the season, like yesterday or the day That's before. Sad. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, really just driving around to see Christmas lights. So the other night we were looking for something to do on Sunday night. We the uh, Homewood city of Homewood did a reverse Christmas parade. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No. But you know how they have like their big parade every year? So this year they did a reverse parade where you stay in your car and you drive through and they had the parade to the like on the street. Instead of people on the street, it was like the parade. So they had Santa Claus and Santa was in a bubble and uh, <laughs> they had like the Homewood okay. marching the Homewood marching band was there and all that oh, stuff. That's cool. So that was cool, but after that there's a house in Vestavia that everybody should go to. I'm going to pull up the address real quick. There's a house in Vestavia Hills that does a light show every night with music. Wow. And it's a massive house. Oh, I'm, I know what you're talking about. I'm about to give everybody the address so that everybody can go see it. Just give me one second. And I'm going to pull it up. But we went it to the other night with the kids, and it was so much fun. So everybody go to 2445 Chestnut Road in Vestavia. They How do a, appropriate. They do a Christmas light show every night. It's amazing. Go with your family. It's something to do. It's great. I wonder what their electrical <clears throat> bill is. I can't I even imagine. I freak out if I don't the lights think, left on in the room. I, I don't think they care. Can't yeah. <laughs> they say, yeah. They've got a fund for that. Oh, uh, well, so before Brad goes and takes all the traditions. I have 50. I think, uh, I think I'll go right here. So, uh, my mine are basic too. Um, so my number th- actually, the two of mine are, are very similar to yours, Jam. So, um, I do love decorating the tree, but a couple of years ago, Holly and I started a tradition uh, of inviting all of the uh, the singles at Shades to our house for a Christmas tree decorating party. Just basically, um, anybody who may not get the chance to decorate a tree in the context of like being with family and uh and it's been a blast we didn't get to do it this year because of covid but uh but yeah that's been one of my favorites uh another one is holly actually started this thing uh when karis was very very young uh called the christmas express and my kids look forward to this every year and this is basically how we go look at christmas lights um, so I love that we, it usually doesn't happen until closer to Christmas. So probably the, the week before Christmas, what we'll do is one night, uh, when the kids are completely ready for bed, we'll actually get them ready for bed and get them into bed earlier than their bedtime without them knowing it. Um, wow. but it's not until after we get them in bed that we like shut the doors, wait like one minute and then just come back in. <laughs> And jerk them out of bed in their PJs and like lights on and we and we hand them Holly That's makes the, Holly makes these little train bag over their head and tie their hands behind their back. No, and- she makes these little train tickets. <laughs> Get in the van. She makes these uh, she makes these little train tickets. And uh, and yeah, and they come down and they get in the van and she decorates the van with like Christmas lights. There's hot wow. chocolate and cookies waiting on them in the van, and then we just drive around and look at Christmas lights. Wow. Christmas Express. I like That's special. that. So That's awesome. special. Uh, it's fun memory. And then the last one is on Christmas morning for breakfast. We eat sausage balls. We uh, as far back, and that comes from my family. Like as far back as I can remember, I have done that every single christmas as a matter of fact i didn't eat sausage balls on any other day of the year wow just one day until i got married Uh, and i remember 
after uh, it was first Christmas, Holly and I were married. We did sausage balls Christmas morning, and then like a couple of weeks later, she's like, "Hey, we should do sausage balls again. Those were good." And I'm like, "Can you do that? Do they even like sell sausage right Breaking now? All the rules. Mm-hmm. Like sacred." Yeah, so we do eat them more than just on Christmas, but it's still it's it's Christmas tradition. All right, yeah. Annabeth, I feel like you should go I'm before not. Brad. <laughs> go next, Annabeth. All right, I think I should too. Okay, um, so David and I were were like this is our last Christmas without children, which is crazy. Um, and so we typically have been traveling the past couple years, so we haven't really. Many Christmas traditions. So I'm going to go back to my childhood Christmas tradition. Um, so basically, what we would do was um, we would attend Christmas Eve mass, and it was the one of two uh, church services that we, my family, was uh, on time for. Um, <laughs> because my brother reminded me of that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." We were like, I mean, I guess I was just always meant to be at a church like Shades, where just like showing up when you want is like the thing. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so Christmas Eve mass. And then for whatever reason, we would then go over to like a family friend's house and they had already eaten their Christmas Eve feast, right? So all of their family was done. And then my family would just come in and like play cleanup and we would just eat all of their leftovers. I want to know how the world has started. I I don't know. It's just like, we we were just like, that's what we did. We went to church. Then we knew that. Yeah, we knew that the the mock family was going to be done with their dinner, but not with all of it. And so we would just go and eat at their house, but not with them. It was very weird. There was two. It's a strange thing, but it's what we did. And then I don't understand the Christmas Eve present opening thing that a lot of families do because we were we were strictly Christmas Day people. Like we had. You know, obviously we ate somebody else's leftovers on Christmas Eve. So, um, but it was like, but we, yeah, so we, we did only Christmas gifts on Christmas day and like, you know, we would watch Die Hard. We would go to, we're big people who go to movies on, or used to be formerly known as, um, go like on Thanksgiving night to go see a movie and so yeah that was kind of it but it's kind of unexciting but i like the the weirdness of it each year so yeah so we'll see what david and i can come up with uh to make this kid's uh christmas is kind of weird too yeah no pressure you got to make it special for him taking ideas yep he's gonna remember it for the rest of his life so yeah (laughs) yeah and one day he'll probably talk a couple years he'll remember. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. one day he'll talk about what y'all did on a podcast so that's right famous all right, Brad. All right, take us home. Well, closing it up. Yeah. Uh, so here's this is more of a conversation starter. Okay. I feel like everyone opens up presents differently. Yeah. So what my family does is one present at a time. You go get a present. Person opens it, and everyone goes, "Oh, wow!" And then everyone talks about it. Now I feel like not everyone does that, uh, especially my wife's family. When I did Christmas with them the first time. Everyone just opened up their gifts at once. It took three minutes, and I did not know what to do with myself. So I'm curious, yeah. what's y'all's experience with that? Yeah, I can't. I can't. That whole thing, like where everybody opens at once, I can't do it. It's sensory overload. It gives me, I get anxious, and it gives me a nervous breakdown. We're a one present at a time kind of family. That was actually on my list but it of honorable mentions. Oh. But, 
We pass yeah. out all the presents. Like, we get them all out from the tree. We pass them all out. But then we go one at a time, youngest to oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also, I grew up going one present at a time. I think that is the way to go. <laughs> um, Ashley, Very strong convictions. <laughs> Ashley's family, I can remember when Ashley and I first got married in uh, one year, maybe like uh, two or three years into our marriage, we went up to Wisconsin for Christmas one year. And I remember her like having to explain to her to her family. She was like, you know, like John Mark kind of wants everybody to just open up one present at a time, if that's okay. That's kind of like how he grew <laughs> what up. What a nightmare. So we did that. and But you could tell like everybody was kind of like, ah, what's going on? Why are we only opening up? But I want to enjoy it. Yeah, I want it wait, to last. So what do you all do now? I want it to we open up one present at a time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I put my foot down. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's You're going to die on that hill. <laughs> that's right. That gets tricky, though. Yeah, I feel like my family, we started initially as a one present at a, t- at a time kind of family. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I distinctly remember one Christmas, I had so many more presents than my two brothers. That, like, you know, we, that like, happens. went around and did the thing. And I think they just got really mad because, they were waiting so long because um, I still wasn't done. And so I feel like that was like the last Christmas we did one present at a time. And then after that, it's just like you get a pile, you open your pile. It's done in three minutes. I don't know what I prefer. Uh, but yeah, I do. I Sorry, brothers. I remember that Christmas. I, I racked up that. It was good. <laughs> Are you done yet? Because I just thought of something. No, that Maybe a good conversation starter too. Yeah, lovely. Real quick. Which is better, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? And for me, I think that Christmas Day. Eve. Cri- oh! <laughs> Said it at the same time. Okay, would, John me, Mark, for give me your it's Christmas argument. Eve. For me, it's Christmas Eve. Why is that? The magic of Christmas and <laughs> just... <laughs> Sorry, you just you just sounded like a ten year old when you did. You did. Like just for that phrase though. Even even the look in his eye. <laughs> yeah, did you see the sparkle in my yeah, eyes? It was lovely. A little snowflake it was fell great. from the sky. Um, Is it the yeah, anticipation? It's the anticipation. It's yeah, the yeah, waiting. Yeah. And I feel like uh because well, I don't have to get all the- theological. I just think that the Please Chris- do. The, <laughs> no, I just think that the Christmas Eve, the waiting of it is better than uh, the Christmas day because then it's it's almost like it's here and it's over in terms of like the mm-hmm. sort of secular part of the mm-hmm. holiday. You know what I mean? My, my, so my. it's not fulfill- it. it's not fulfilling in the way that you think it would be. We find we're we're fulfilled in other ways, obviously as Christians. But anyways, yeah, no, yeah, I just yeah. made it all serious and everybody, right. No, well, turned the podcast. All right, Anna Beth is a secularist. Why don't you give us your perspective <laughs> on Christmas Day? Yeah, I know. I feel like hearing you talk about it, I'm just like, you know what? I feel like I'm a Christmas Day loyalist yeah. who secretly wants to switch teams to be Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I don't know any better. It's so I don't know. Can I change my my Grinchy ways? Maybe. No, I, I think that's Christmas fine. I think I think any I think everyone is open to enjoy either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day more than the other. Yeah. Jonathan, do you have an answer? I, I'm just gonna pansy out and say I love it all. I really, oh, really do. A both and kind of answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I no, I mean it's I not either or. I, I really do. Because <laughs> um, I love Some every, middle ground, finally. Everything that John Mark was talking about, like I love all of that. And I I love getting to be together uh, like as a church I love the candlelight service. I yeah. love I love all of that. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but I do also like as a parent really love like watching the kids 
uh, open gifts and stuff like yeah. that. Like that's a ton of fun. And I, I love kind of torturing them on Sunday morning and trying to see how long I can make them wait before we actually get to gift opening. Because, see, another thing from my family, not only did we go one at a time, but we were not allowed to open presents until post-breakfast. And so my kids have to go through the same thing. We eat sausage balls (laughs) and we do breakfast. And and I kind of torture them with it. I like eat real slow. Um, So I I enjoy it all. (laughs) I at least need coffee before the kids start opening presents. I have Um, to have the caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, I didn't get it. Like, why can't everyone just wake up and let's do this? <laughs> right. And now I don't have kids, but I get it. Brad, do you have any other traditions or was it just the one? I feel like everything that y'all named, one that's kind of odd that's maybe a little embarrassing. Y'all can tell me if this feels embarrassing. Jordan and I have started watching all the Harry Potter movies during <laughs> Christmas. And it feels, those movies yeah, feel that. very Christmas. Well, they came out at Christmas each year. Oh, did they? See, I didn't even know that. There's a little origin there. Yeah, weren't they well, December releases every year? I'm pretty sure. Can we they say were. that it is for my year. for my tradition? Yeah. So I, I love to do all the stuff that that y'all have mentioned, but yeah, I've I've really loved that. And then we do open did you start one present. Saying happy Christmas instead of Merry Christmas. I say Happy Holidays. Oh. We can talk about that later. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna get so many emails. <laughs> um, happy Christmas. But yeah, we have started opening one present on Christmas Eve, but. Because we don't have kids, that's kind of devolved into one time where we opened all of our presents on Christmas Eve. <laughs> it was like, let's just open one more. Cheaters. Okay, how about one more? Well, let's just keep going. So what did you even do on Christmas morning? It just, in. you know, yeah, set everything up. Spend the morning doing that. Went on a walk. Uh, read our Bibles. Prayed, oh, John what? Mark. Oh, I don't God. know. You know. <laughs> Fed the homeless. <laughs> exactly. That's what we did. So, yeah, that's all I got. Well, amazing, Annabeth, it has been a blast yeah. having you today. Oh, yeah. Back at y'all. Please, please tell Christmas. your boss uh, not to fire you, that you're, that our tax dollars have been hard at work having you on, on yes. this podcast. That's right. That's right. You know, I feel like part of my uh, civic duty as a public servant librarian is to spread Christmas cheer. Exactly. And so here I am doing it for the uh, population who listens to Shades Midweek. Yes. And, and, you know, shout out for the Hoover Library. Phenomenal library. Little ad here. Phenomenal. Thank you. Brought to you by Thank Hoover you. Library, Thank where you. books are really important. What's the idea of the slogan? Books are our business. <laughs> where books are available. <laughs> and DVDs. Yeah, that Hoover Library is like a, it's like a mall. It's like an amusement, yeah. pa- it's like an it amusement park over there. I know. It is kind of, and like our Christmas tree is up over at the city and they have those really swanky bicycle lights that kind of make it look like it's raining slash snowing. So it's, it's pretty bougie included on your, um, what did you call it, Jonathan? The, your, uh, Christmas light express thing. Oh yeah. Just the, do just Christmas express. Yeah. Just, just cruise on over to municipal drive and, uh, and come see the Christmas lights oh, here yeah. at the central library. Oh, cool. Mm, we'll do it again. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a good time. It has been. Thank you so much. We want to hear your Christmas albums, your traditions, your movies. Shoot us an email. Write us a letter. Shoot yeah. it down our chimneys. Whatever. <laughs> right. Yep. We want to know, Shades Valley. What? Send, send an elf to deliver it. <laughs> a pigeon, maybe? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We want to hear from an you. An owl. An owl? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A Christmas owl. This officially owl. cannot devolve any more. This has been a Christmas episode of Shades Midweek. 
Uh, we're, I'm going to leave us with Patti LaBelle singing This Christmas. You missed the play button. You get you got to push the play button, Brad. You're, Hold you're on. missing. There it is. That's all we got. This is it. I'm just listening to it now. Annabeth, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes.